Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hi-Fi Preschool and Kids Weekly Training Podcast. In this month of January, we are talking about the truth that I am secure and God takes care of me through our themes, unshakable and strong and mighty. And I am here with maybe some of the coolest people that you could ever know in your whole entire life. We've got from what? our hive, we've got from our hi-fi team, Kayla, Isaac, and Rachel. And we are super excited to get to talk with you all today about um what we will be focusing on next week in Hi-Fi. God controls the world through the story of Jesus, calm the storm. But before we get into that, speaking of storms, I would love to ask everybody. It's January. Most people feel like it's very cold. What is your favorite type of weather? Not this. <laughs> 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 so I mentioned it before. I'm from Florida. So like sunny with a high of 75. Reliant K had it right. That is like the perfect weather. Like nice and sunny outside, but it's not like blistering hot. Just ooh, that... Per yeah. that perfect weather. That for me, that is my perfect weather. Okay, Rachel, what about you? Um, I agree with Isaac. Uh, sunny and nice, but not too hot, and um, just you're able to go and enjoy the outside. Okay, all right. I have a complicated answer. I I don't know. But <laughs> uh oh, complicated order. I, I'm not sure because there. I like a lot of different kinds of weather. Like I I like when it's like really sunny and cold outside sometimes my favorite seasons are fall and spring um but you know I, I also I sometimes get really excited about like a cloudy dreary day like if I get to be oh. inside and like cozy and a blanket with a good book um so I think it probably for me depends on the circumstance but I will say in January, um, we do get to take a fun work trip to Florida, and I am always secretly really excited about going to Florida in January. Guys, if you have not been to Florida in January, <laughs> you should go. It's the best you kept go. secret in this country. Go to Florida in January and go to Seattle in July. Like, Best weather yeah. <laughs> in both of those places in those seasons. I will say, well, you were saying you like like cold, cloudy, dreary day. Like come come to Washington <laughs> State. Like that's six months out of the year, nine months out of the year even. Um, well, listeners, we know that all of you probably have some weather too that you just love, love, love. I would even say that you feel closer to the Lord <laughs> when the weather is exactly what you're wanting, but then we kind of know the opposite as well. Um, when things can get really crazy, I, uh, being in my very first Southern storm, I was like, I don't know how you guys handle all this rain and wind and loud, like that's not, that's, that's insane. Uh, but it really, it really can feel out of control. But of course, it's also a great opportunity for us to remember that God is in control of everything. God controls the world, which is our main idea to this week for both um, kids and preschool. We're talking about the story of Jesus calm the storm in Mark 4, 35 through 41. And so, um, Kayla, I would love to just start with you and ask you, when we are talking about Hi-Fi right now, we talk a lot about Gen Alpha. What do you feel like are some storms that Gen Alpha are facing um, in our world today? Ooh, such a good question. You know, 
so many things. Um, anxiety and loneliness are two that come to the top of my mind mm. um, mm-hmm. that this generation struggles with on a daily basis. Um, I also think that, you know, it's really, this generation is really unique in there is a lot of their life that they do not know of unrest, right? Be that um, economic unrest, uh, racial unrest. Um, you know, we all know the big one with COVID. There's this generation has experienced a lot of uncertainty. Um, and I think it's it's interesting when you compare Gen Alpha to like the boomer generation, there's a lot of similarities. Yeah. With the I was thinking this the, same the unrest thing. that they experience within their generation and the mm-hmm. way they respond to it and how they make decisions that are more security focused um, that are different than some of the other generations. But um, yeah, I Uh think that just the uncertainty, the unrest, and then um, that's happening in the world. And then also within their immediate context, there's a lot of isolation and loneliness um, and anxiety Uh that they deal with. Yeah. And, you know, with that comparison to Kayla, I think one big distinction between boomers and Gen Alpha is that the that boomer generation, with all of the craziness and uncertainty in their lives, especially in the United States, like it was a very Christian culture, mm-hmm. if you will. You know, like they they grew up believing that church was a place that you could go and, and find that security and that safety. And Gen Alpha, they don't have that. I mean, more and more we are seeing kids that grow up that are not believing and trusting the church. They don't even know that the church is a place where they talk about a person that they can count on and that they can rely on. And so I think that can even intensify um, some of those storms that they feel because they don't feel like they have that rock and that solid person or thing that they can hold on to. So, um, you know, when we're when we're thinking about this, of course, we really want to recognize that even within Gen Alpha, um, a fourth grader or a fifth grader going through storms is going to handle it and see it very, very different than a four-year-old or a five-year-old. And so, Rachel, I would just love to ask you, like, how do you feel like we can uniquely teach this idea of God controlling the world to preschoolers? who really seem to struggle like reconciling this idea of like God is in control yet there's a lot of stuff happening around me that I don't like um how can how can we help preschoolers come to terms with this yeah i think because on one hand, we're still building a foundation with preschoolers right that God mm-hmm. is in control of the world he's mm-hmm. in control of all of the big things that happen in the world. But we're also building the foundation that God is in control of our circumstances, like we learned in week one, that he's in control of all the things that happen around us. Mm-hmm. And so we want to teach preschoolers that um, God is strong and mighty enough that he can be in control of both things at the same time, that he can um, be in control of the things that worry them, that cause them anxiety, that um, cause them to... Um, 
to be upset, but he can also be in control of those big things like a storm or that yeah. those big things that are happening. Like you were talking about, Kayla, that caused the unrest for Gen Alpha mm-hmm. around the world, that God is big enough to be in control of the big world things. And he's mighty enough and personal enough to be in control of the circumstances of our lives. And um, one of the things in our sessions and in our scripts we're talking about is how um, even when things may feel dizzy and off balance and out of control, God is still in control and he takes care of us. And um, we have a lot of preschoolers in our ministry who feel that way, who have things happening in their circumstances and in their wor- the world around them that make them feel that way. And so what a privilege it is to get to teach them that God is in control of everything. I love that. Uh, Rachel, it brought to mind, I know we don't really have them in parks anymore, but those, those things that you would stand on and spin, yes. I don't care what they're called, right? <laughs> no. And like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Not, but it's like the one you pushed yourself oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, or you would have a friend push those you. Those 90 kids picture who your like, preschooler. you know, broke their arms yes. on those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pretty much. That's why, that's why we don't have them in parks anymore. But like, Rachel, I, I'm picturing like a preschooler being on that and getting off it and just feeling so so dizzy mm. and out of control and that that parent that adult just coming in wrapping their arms around that kid and being like i got you like yes your world is spinning everything is spinning but you are secure because i have got you um and i really think that one of the things that can be especially powerful as we're we're teaching this this week is to remember for ourselves our own stories of experiencing mm. god like reminding us of his peace and the security we have in him in the midst of our storms. Because as we internalize that, um, we are able to to teach it and to share it with just real authenticity, authenticity and relatability. And so um, Isaac, I know that before we started this recording, you said that you've got a great story um, that you can think of, of feeling the peace of God amidst a storm. Would you want to share that with our listeners? Yeah. So uh, while I was in college, I was actually diagnosed with a tumor um, in my sinus cavity and it was um, semi-life threatening. And there was a lot of surgeries. There were a lot that I had to go through radiation, but actually a big part of like, I know that looking back that those were the big things, but me in that moment, the big thing for me was I was actually missing part of uh, my college classes to get my degree. Mm. And I had this amazing plan for my life that I thought, yes, this is what I'm going to do. I had internships line up the next summer, but the problem was, is a lot of those internships were dependent on me taking these specific classes so I could get certified in certain things. And because of all of that, I ended up not being able to do those internships. I ended up not being certified. And in that moment, I remember exactly where I was standing, exactly where I was. I went to my mentor and I said, why? Why is God letting this happen in my life? I had a plan where I was going to serve him in X, Y, and Z. This is my plan that I had for him. Why is he letting all of this happen to me now? Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I'm so thankful for my mentor that he looked at me and he laughed at me <laughs> and he had the foresight to actually say in five, 10, 20 years, you're going to remember this moment right here and you're going to laugh at yourself because God has a plan. And even though you can't see it right now, he has a bigger plan than you can ever imagine. 
and you're going to look back and say, God had this set up. God uh-huh. knew exactly. He, um, he knew what was happening in my world. And if I could only just trust him, he was going to get me through it. And he did. And he got me through it. And because I missed that internship, I ended up taking a different internship that actually ended up leading me to work at Lifeway two years later through that internship. Wow. So it's just crazy how through all of those little steps, through all those little moments, through this big, honestly traumatizing experience in my life where I had to go through these surgeries and radiation that God, he still had me in his hand. I only had to trust him. Only only had to trust him. Honestly, trusting him in those moments were very difficult. But I was thankful to have people in my life to to give me some perspective and say, hey, you can trust in God. You can be secure in him because he has a plan for you. you. Amen. Thanks for sharing that, Isaac. You know, I just, I feel prompted a little off script at the moment of just, you know, I I know that, you know, when we come to this podcast, we're often coming to, to listen um, and learn and like prep for our hearts and our minds for like what we're going to be teaching kids. Um, but I'm just reminded that, you know, no matter where you're at right now, no matter what you're doing, no matter what circumstances are happening in your life, I think it's really important that we just take a beat and just remember God has a plan. Mm. He hasn't forgotten you. He is not, uh, ignoring your circumstance um we all have the stuff and the storms that are happening in our lives right now and i i would just encourage you as you're listening and as you're praying and as you're preparing for this week just be reminded god has a plan for your life um he is he is with you he is for you and um and he is in control um, and so uh-huh. I think as much as we love getting together and cutting up and laughing and being silly together as friends and being able uh-huh. to, to, you know, to talk through how we share, uh, you know, what it is we're talking about this week. And hopefully it's helpful and encouraging for your heart as you prepare. Um, we also just want you to know that we care about you, not as a leader, but just as a person. Uh-huh. Um, and the Lord Absolutely. knows what's happening in your life and in the storms of your life. And so as you prepare this week um, and are mindful of, you know, how we teach, how God's in control, um, that we can also just take a take a minute and take a step and be thankful that God's in control of our lives, too, no matter what's going on. Yeah. Amen. Thanks for that, Keila. I love that you said that. And I I would also like to encourage our listeners, like if there's something going on right now that we could be praying for, um, that Facebook group that we talk about, like send us a message. Uh, Hmm. Our team looks over every single message that gets sent to us and we meet together every week and we would love to just be praying for you and with you. And so if we can just come alongside you um, in that way, in whatever storm you're facing right now, like, please let us know. Um, Like you said, Kayla, we care. We care about you as a person, um, not as a hi-fi subscriber, not even just as a leader, but like as as our brother or sister in Christ, like whoever you are that's listening, we we care. So, um, you know, but that 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 lends itself well to this thought of like thinking about specifically this story, because when we think about God controlling the world, there's so many places in scripture we could have gone through 
but we chose this one specifically, Jesus calming the storm. The disciples are in the boat. The storm rises up. They are very, very afraid. And Jesus shows his power and he says, peace, be still. And the storm is calmed. And so what what we know, though, that comes across in this as we teach it both to kids and preschoolers is that like Jesus isn't just like calming the storm, but he wants his disciples to know that he is peace even when the storm is happening. And so, you know, Rachel thinking about preschoolers and then Kayla and Isaac thinking about kids, like, how do you feel like this could be transformational, understanding this idea of like, like, like God is our peace and he is in control, even when the storm is happening, not just after the storm, not just when we can look back and be like, oh, everything is fine now. But like right now, it's crazy and insane. And yet we can know this peace and this security in him. Um, how do you feel like that could be really transformational, both in how we teach it and maybe even what we see in the lives of kids, uh, preschoolers and kids? Well, it it makes me think about um, how when we have peace, no matter what's going on, whether things are um, we're in an actual storm <laughs> like they were in our Bible story, whether we're in a, um, a storm of our circumstances or a storm of our emotions, um, mm. because our preschoolers have a lot of those and Frankly, we as adults do too, um, you know, that we can have peace regardless because that's what peace from Jesus is, right? It's peace mm-hmm. no matter what, um, because mm-hmm. it's anchored in him. And, um, it makes me think of this, um, song that, that we sing with our kids at church sometimes. And, um, one of the lyrics is, I'm keeping in step with the spirit. And, um, that is something I think about a lot. Um, whenever I feel uh, like a storm's raging within me or something's happening, um, externally that, um, you know, keeping in step with the spirit, keeping in step with, um, what the Lord is doing helps me remember that, um, no matter what's going on around me or inside of me, you know, leaning on the Lord, um, reminds me that he is the peace that, Mm -hmm. um, the peace comes from the Lord and not from uh-huh. um, anything that I have to give or have to offer or um, anything that anyone else can give. Um, it just comes from Jesus. And it comes yeah. um, even if the storm is not calmed, that peace comes Amen. from Jesus. Amen. I don't think we've hit on probably my favorite part of this story. And that is that Jesus was asleep in the back <laughs> of the boat. And when the wind and when the rain is piling in and it, <laughs> I love how uh, it says the windstorm arose and waves were breaking over the boat and the boat was being swamped. Like that's a pretty vivid picture. But Jesus was asleep on a cushion in the back of the boat and we get to see that Jesus is there resting. And so many times when life seems out of control, I'm not saying that we need to just always like, hey, just go into a dark room and take a nap. Sometimes that's a good idea, but we can rest knowing that God is in control. I know that I'm not one that is easily um, able to sit still. But that silence be still Uh that, hey, have some silence, have some peace, be still and listen to God because he is in control and you can be secure in him. I love that, Isaac. And I think to tie into that, you know, that Jesus is asleep and the, the disciples wake him up and say, you know, teacher, don't you care that we're going to die? So often in mm-hmm. our storms and in our circumstances, 
our first response is let me do something, right? Like, let me try Mm. to fix this. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Jesus, like, (laughs) he gets up. He doesn't say a word to the disciples. Early scripture doesn't record him speaking to the disciples in this account. But he gets up and he speaks to the wind and the sea and says, silence, be still. (laughs) And then he turns to them and says, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Like he speaks loudly (laughs) through his actions to the circumstance, to the wind and to the sea, to the thing that they're so afraid of, and then turns to them. And obviously they're terrified and they say, you know, who is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Um, We serve a God that the wind and the seas obey. Amen. How much more does he love and care for us in our circumstances? And I think that's something that we can really lean into as we're teaching kids this week of, you know, the the disciples were terrified um, about the storm. But then when they encountered mm-hmm. Jesus, it says they were, you know, they were scared. They were afraid they were going to die. But when they encountered Jesus and understood the power of who Jesus is, they were terrified. Mm. Like that scared yeah. them more than mm. the storm that they seconds earlier thought that they were going to be swallowed up in. Um, and so, uh-huh. you know, I think we we talked about it a few weeks ago with how God controls our circumstances. But really, like when we look at the unshakableness of who God is, how he is strong and mighty, how he is the one that we place our security in, it's not in what we do. Um, we Uh don't have to, as soon as the storms come, try to fix it on our own. Um, our Mm. response shouldn't be to, to move into, let me just fix it. It should be to go before the Lord. Um, and so I think that that's something that we can help kids really grab onto a little tighter this week, um, about how, you know, when we fix our eyes on Jesus and who he is, then the storms that are around us get a lot smaller and we start to understand how big God is and how secure we are in him, even in the midst of the storm. Amen. Wow, what a awesome, awesome thing that we get to share with preschoolers and kids this week. Um, We are praying that you are just going to have a fantastic time and um, tune in next week as we round out our January themes of unshakable and strong and mighty with the truth, the idea that God controls the future. And uh, that's going to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be a a lot of fun. We're going to have some good things to talk about there. So we hope that you'll tune in again. In the meantime, uh, make sure you drop us a note in our Facebook group. We love hearing from you guys, seeing your pictures and uh, we'll, we'll talk with you next week. Bye everyone.